Well, we are back with some more college basketball action here for Tuesday, November 29th. Got a pretty decent slate of games on tap for today, so let's jump right into it. We start out with UC Santa Barbara heading to Duquesne here on Tuesday. UC Santa Barbara comes into this one as the 95th overall team in the hot debit powering game. Duquesne is the 215th overall team. And, you know, for Duquesne, they've actually had an impressive start to the season um, here in this one. I mean, it was a team last season that just completely fell apart, finished with a 6-24 and record, only won one game in A-10 play. And, you know, they're already one win away from, you know, tying that record from last season. And I didn't think would be a Duquesne team that bounced back this quickly. I mean, they lost three of their top four scorers from a season ago. Yes, they did hit the transfer portal pretty hard, brought in some guys. And, you know, Kevin Dummer has really done a strong job building a team here um, in Duquesne that can definitely compete this season. Offensively, they've by no means been a bad team. They've shot the ball fairly well this year. A 54.2 effective field goal percentage on the season, also hitting 38% from beyond the arc. But for as good as Duquesne's been, UC Santa Barbara has been a strong, strong team as well you see santa barbara getting a great win over fresno state here earlier in the season overall they've also been strong on both sides of the basketball they've shot the ball very well as well um, with a 50.7 effective field goal percentage on the season also hitting 38.5 percent from the on the arc aj mitchell has you know really been the star of the show here for uc santa barbara early on 15.2 points per game also hitting 6.2 assists per game i mean we can shoot the ball that well distribute the ball that well um, it really is definitely going to lead to some success. But when we look over to the defensive side of things for UC Santa Barbara, I think this is really where they stand apart here in this game. Their shot defense certainly isn't the best in the world, but one area that they've been very, very good at, and in fact, the best team in the country here through the first month of the season, is defensive rebounding. They're pulling down 84.3% off the defensive glass, an absolutely insanely high number um, for this point in the season. And yeah, numbers like that are, are going to change. They're obviously not going to be the number one team in the country um you know the entire season it's a lot of who they've played but overall i really like how this team has played i mean that fresno state win really showed me a lot about what this team can be this season and going on the road i think they're able to show up here especially against the duquesne team that has not had the best defense in the world um their shot defense especially hasn't been great their perimeter defense really scares me I mean, they're allowing 41.2 percent from beyond the arc and going up against this team like uc santa barbara that can shoot the ball so well from out there i think it's going to be very very hard for duquesne to run away with this one um i mean outside of kentucky for duquesne this is by far going to be their toughest test of the season i think they fall back to earth a little bit i think this duquesne team has has got a little bit in front of their skis um and i think you see santa barbara covers this one taking them plus two and a half here against duquesne now we head up to Wisconsin for the next game on the card as Baylor takes on Marquette. Baylor comes into this one as the fourth overall team in the high tip power ranking. Marquette is the 70th overall team. And, you know, for Baylor, Scott Drew has built a hell of a program here in Waco, um, a team that really just been playing out of their minds the last few seasons. As far as this season goes, you know, bounce back with a win over UCLA after that loss to Virginia. But overall, there's not much to hate about what this Baylor team has going for them this season. Shooting wise they're one of the best teams in the country once again this season with a 60.3 effective field goal percentage on the season they're also hitting 38.5 percent from beyond the arc a large part of that shooting success comes from adam flagger who is once again doing a great job for this baylor team 17 points per game 7.2 assists to go along with that 
Offensively, really nothing to hate about this Baylor squad. And we look over to Marquette. I mean, Shaka Smart had a decent first season at the helm of Marquette. You know, ended up going 11 and 8 in the Big East. Um, a, a trip to the, to the NCAA tournament as well on that. Um, and now it's it's really time for him to to regain some of that success and, and show what this team can do. You know, a couple of close losses against Purdue and Mississippi State. They were certainly in those games. Um, you know, end up losing, but you know, Brennan didn't look terrible there. Um, but it's a team in Marquette that lost a lot of talent from a season ago and while they got some young guys i think it's going to take more time for this team to completely gel together i mean they haven't been the best shooting team this season they haven't been terrible uh, but only a 53.8 effective field goal percentage and only hit 31.8 percent from beyond the arc and when you put those numbers up against a team like baylor um it does kind of start to separate where these two teams are at i mean defensively they have been fairly strong holding their opponents to a 45.4 effective field goal percentage but it's just one of those games where it's what marquette has done well Baylor has just done better. Um, I mean, defensively for Baylor, their shot defense has been solid, but they've also done a really, really good job of forcing turnovers, forcing turnovers on 25.8% of their opponent's possessions. And some of that has to do with the teams that are playing, um, you know, not being the best in the world. I, I don't think they're going to do that here against Marquette, but I think they're going to do a good job forcing turnovers. Um, I think what Scott Drew has going for this Baylor team is once again, very, very strong. Um, not to say I don't love what Marquette has had because I've already bet on them a few times this season but i think scott drew going up against shaka smart once again um you know i think he has this team a little bit figured out more than they typically would um in a game like this i think baylor is able to run away with this one i'm thinking them minus five and a half here against marquette now, before we get into the final game for Wednesday, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hottipbest.com. We got college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks being posted up there every single day, as well as follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I'm putting out, as well as on Best Stamp where you get early access to all of my picks and get a notification every single time that I place a bet. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future college basketball content, and drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Tuesday, and let's get into this final game. Now, we stay in the state of Wisconsin for this final game as Wake Forest takes on Wisconsin. Wake Forest comes into this one as the 64th overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. Wisconsin is the 39th overall team, and it's a Wisconsin team that I have loved to watch here to start the season. I mean, defensively, they are just so, so strong. I mean, they were able to force overtime against Kansas on Thanksgiving, you know, in their lone loss this season. It really is a Wisconsin team that is very, very good, but Wake Forest has looked pretty strong here to start the season as well. Yes, this will be their first top. 100 opponent of the season um which you never know exactly how teams are going to look um when that's the case but against weaker opponents they've shot the ball extremely well this season a 55.3 effective field goal percentage also hitting 36.9 percent from beyond the arc tyree appleby leads the way with 17.9 points per game and just what wake forest has been able to do on the offensive side of things is completely unmatched by wisconsin they're just leaps and bounds better on the offensive side of things now granted wisconsin's very good on the defensive side of things but wake forest hasn't been a bad defensive team this season yes wisconsin has certainly been better uh, but wake forest is still holding their opponents to a 46 effective field goal percentage this season and overall i do like what steve forbes has going for this wake forest team here this season but 
what Wisconsin has is also very, very dangerous. I mean, the biggest thing coming into the season for Wisconsin was how are they going to replace Johnny Davis? And, you know, for the most part, they've been able to do it. I mean, Tyler Wall, Chucky Hepburn, both doing great this season. Um, but like I said, the biggest strength for Wisconsin is obviously on the defensive side of the ball. Their shot defense, especially, has just been absolutely outstanding this season. A 41.5 effective field goal percentage um, on the year. That's all they're allowing. They're also the number six um, three-point defense in the country, only allowing 23.4% from beyond the arc. And while I think, you know, a lot of that defensive success will transfer here into this game, you know, we saw against a team like Kansas, um, you know, they weren't completely able to shut down that offense. Wisconsin certainly had to shoot the ball better in that game than they did, say, the game before that um, against Dayton. But I really think the lack of offense for for this Wisconsin team um, leads to some struggles in this game. Ultimately, I think it's just hard for them to win games big when you rely so, so much on the defense. And and for what Wake Forest has on both sides of the ball, I think Steve Forbes is able to keep this game close. Um, And I think Wake Forest comes away with the cover here, taking them plus six and a half here against Wisconsin.